Dear brothers and sisters, God is moving in incredible ways. And in this video, I would like to allow a brother by the name of Daryl to share something that incredible, incredible testimony and an incredible way of how God has touched him and invaded his life this past week. Uh, I was at a conference in Michigan um, as a speaker this week and God, for some reason, God had his eyes on this brother and God knew that he, he planned crazy things and he drew the brother to the conference. And at this conference, he touched Daryl in multiple ways, multiple times. And I think it is an incredible testimony of how of what God is doing, how he is moving his power and how his power is still for today, just as relevant as it was 2000 years ago. And I want to just share this with you, please. When you listen to this, please understand very well that this is not about me. This is not about what PD can do. I am the most unqualified of the unqualified. And I am not worthy of anything that God has even gifted me. It is just by his grace that God has, has ever worked anything through me. So please, with that in mind, um, please listen to this testimony. And I hope that it will encourage you to trust in the father for freedom and not in the world. And also trust in that the father is doing things. The father wants to pour out his spirit on us like never before. And we should stop doubting and stop resisting his Holy Spirit. See, brothers, brothers, sisters, this testimony is just testimony of how of God's love and how God's heart is after his children. And in this testimony, God's God was after Daryl's heart and God got it. I hope you enjoy this testimony. Shalom. Uh, the other day, a young man out of South Africa, he's from South Africa. Uh, it's PD, PD, uh, uh, I can't pronounce his last name. That little young man uh, <clears throat> was teaching about the Holy Spirit and how in scriptures of how the Holy Spirit, how we're supposed to use, you know, uh, uh, apply the Holy Spirit. And we have the gift if we if we know how to use it, how to call upon it. You know what I mean? And, um, oh, man, he brought me. Uh, he called up. OK, this is what happened. Now, a lot of you may know it. I don't know if they recorded it or not. I was up there. Uh, Sister Allison told me he, he said he, he did his little uh, presentation, his little sermon. And then he said, uh, is uh, if anyone up for uh, uh, needs to be healed, you know, and the first thing in my mind, I'm like, mm, here we go. I don't, I don't get into that healing. You know, I don't believe that. You know what I mean? And I don't know why I acted like that. You know, that was in my mind. I didn't say it to anybody, but I just thinking like, oh, that ain't going to work. You know what I mean? So Sister Allison kept saying, Daryl, go up there and tell him about your MS. Go up there for your MS. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to go up there. I don't want to say that. And then I said, OK, she she usually talked me into a lot of stuff, you know, convinces me to, you know, do it. You should do it. So I'll say, OK, so I get up. And I walk up there and there's a line. There's a line of, uh, of people already down in the middle, middle aisle. And this, uh, there were some mostly women. They were all women, older women, I think. And, um, and right off from the start, start, he stopped the very first lady. And he was, went on to preaching a little bit more about the Holy Spirit and, and how we should think and how we should uh, uh, 
act and, and so forth. He went into more detail. I wish it was recorded. And then, so he, 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 uh, I think he went through the, the first lady and then he start walking past the other ones and he went and he looked around and I'm like right there. I'm like third person in line. And he looked around the room and he said, and he went like this and he was putting his fingers on the top of his forehead. He ain't had nothing in nothing no headset or nothing like that. He just like, he said, there's someone here with a shoulder pain, a left shoulder pain like that. And I'm standing right there. And I was like, at first I'm still in my mind thinking like, mm, that's like he said, left shoulder pain. I went, yeah, that was me. See, I got, I had surgery and I was off work at Chrysler back in 2000 because I had uh, brucitis real bad on my job. I got to constantly do repetitive work, you know, with uh, impellers and they were heavy and I was lift working out, but I developed brucitis in his shoulder. The doctor said it's like a bone spur. And he said, when your arm, when you rotate your arm, these are your tendons. He said, every time you raise your arm up or move it, they'll pop over these bumps on your, on your humerus, this bone, this bone to go up and down. And uh, he said, every time you move, he said, the uh, tendon would pop over that. And he said, that's what that cracking sound you hear. And I was like, ah, oh. man, I can't move it. it just, as soon as it hurt, it makes it drop down. You know, it's so painful. So, you know, I didn't tell him that. I didn't tell him. He said, is there someone here with left shoulder pain? There was two people, I think, me and somebody else in the room. But I was right in front of him. And he walked right up to me. And he, he, he placed one hand on my forehead I believe and the other hand he put right on my shoulder and uh he start praying I drop my head down you know I'm praying with him listening to him and he's praying praying and demanding it to leave you know I demanded to leave and restore his shoulder 100% restore it in the name of Yeshua just that that you know, he was going and uh after he got done you know and he let go you know and I'm standing there and he said brother raise your arm raise your arm and I'm thinking to myself, I was, man, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. So I raised my arm up. And I was like, as soon as I got right here, because it hurts right here, I got right here. And I was like, oh, I was like, man, my arm, my whole shoulder right now, even right now, before I left, before I left, and I did the last video last week or earlier this week. And before that, two months before, two months prior, it's been two months since I haven't been able to raise my arm up around about this height. So I keep, if I wear a button up shirt, I leave it unbuttoned from top down to here so I can slip my head in and just let my arm slide in sideways so I don't have to raise it. That's how I get dressed. But after he did that, no pain. Still to this right now, no pain. But check this out. I was amazed off of that, right? I was like, man, and he's not a big dude. He's not a big dude. I think his shoulders might be about that wide, but I gave him a hug, you know, and I hugged him up and everything. And instantly, instantly, I started, I mean, tears was flowing because I'm going to tell you something. I had mixed emotions all at once. Everything was at once. Soon as I realized my shoulder was fine, I said, man, this is how I was able to move it after the surgery. This is 10 years ago. I had the surgery 10 years ago. And this is how I was able to move it after the surgery. But before the surgery, just like the other day, before I left, it was like this, as far as I could lift it. Just like, and the doctor said that it would come back. He was right. He said, well, you know, and I was happy. 30 days after I had the surgery, I went back to Dr. Snyder. He's probably retired now, Charles Snyder, out in Falling Timbers. 
<clears throat> mommy he was the one that did it and i was so excited i went back to him and told him and showed him my arm i said man i'm back to work and he was smiling because he knew my mom when she worked out of st luke's so but he said well you know just just let you know he said it can come back i said really he said well more than likely it'll probably come back you know, and I was like, oh, man. But I said, well, it feels good now. So, you know, and I left. <clears throat> that was 10 years, over 10 years ago. And, uh, yeah, that was 10 years ago. Yeah, because it's 19 now. But anyway, he did that. Prayed on my shoulder. Pain went away. Pain is still gone. Okay, check this out. When I got done hugging him and crying and everything, these are the emotions that I got right off the bat. I had emotions of shame. I had fear, I had uh, guilt, and joy, all wrapped up into one, all wrapped up. The pain that I had was that I doubted the Holy Spirit. I doubted it. The shame that I had is that I know that the Holy Spirit is real and I lacked the faith. That was shame. I felt shame, instant guilty shame. I felt dirty, you know what I mean? And then I felt fear. And the fear wasn't like a horror movie fear, like, no, no, not that fear. I felt like, oh, okay, oh, oh, that fear. A fear of, oh, oh my goodness, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that kind. And then I had joy, I had joy. I can't explain it, but all of it came just all wrapped up in one. I had it all simultaneously like that. And I squeezed that little dude, man, I hugged him and I was just crying and everything. And then... When we finally, he made me walk with him. He made me walk with him. And just to show that the Holy Spirit was there, it was present in that room. Trust me, it was present. And I'm the first one to tell you that I'm a skeptic when it comes to that. I was the first one. That, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I have to be honest because the father hears me. He told me to take my hand and put it on this sister, <clears throat> on her neck. And we prayed over it. And then he said, he asked her, how did it work? He put, made me put my hand on her neck and he's touching me and, and we're praying over her neck. And uh, she says, still a little sore, this, that, and we did it again. And, and we prayed on it and to, to, to come out, you know, to, 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 to rid her neck of pain. And, then, and she worked it again. She said, well, it's a little bit better. It's a little bit better. So we prayed again. You know what I mean? I think we did it like three times before it was like subsided. And then. That was a witness. She said, it's a lot better. Oh my goodness, it's a lot better. You know, this had moved around. There was a brother from Nigeria. He was sitting right next to her. And he got up. He didn't have any ailments. He got up crying. He said, I'm from Africa. And he said, I see this all the time. And he said, a lot of times, he said, I never believe it. Never believe it. It's a lot of fake. But he said, what he witnessed in that room bawled him out. He was bawling crime and there was no nothing wrong with him he felt shame that like me doubting the holy spirit doubting it man i was messed up i was messed up i went that night after that that session was over that night <clears throat> that wasn't it that wasn't over now after that brother started that, that 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 african brother was crying and everything okay i walked out i walked out of the room and uh I was like trying to get myself together. I really was. I walked out of the meeting room and in, out of the conference room and I went out in the lobby. I went out in the lobby and I started, I seen my brother, uh, Zach, Zach Stru, uh, Struhart, Struhart. 
and he was out there and I was raising my arm and telling him, man, my arm. I said, I wasn't able to do this. And I was explaining to him, I said, well, brother, that's not it. That's not it. He said, well, what? I said, I didn't tell him about my shoulder. He told, said somebody in here got a left, a, a shoulder pain. And I was standing, I said, I'm standing right in front of him. I said, yeah, me. So I said, but that's not it, brother. I said, I got MS. I said, I got my cane. I said, I use my cane ever since I've been here. I've been using my cane because my balance is not right. That was one of the reasons why I didn't really, really want to be in a prayer room because I knew everybody was going to be in a circle holding hands. And with MS, what my MS was messing up, I would be the only one swaying around because my whole left side is almost like paralyzed. It's like paralyzed. It don't want to support me, you know? So I'll be like swaying to the front, swaying backwards, you know? And I didn't want nobody looking around like, what is wrong with him? Has he been drinking? You know, something like that. You know, I didn't want that. So when he prayed for my shoulder, by the time we got done with the sister and then the African brother that was crying, we walked. I walked out. It was me. Everybody else stayed in the conference room. I walked out. Had to get myself together. I was telling Brother Struharik, uh, 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 Zach Struharik, about what he did to my shoulder. But I said, Brother, I didn't tell him anything about my MS. I said, Look at this. And I stretched my legs out, threw this arm up, and I did a lunge with one leg. My legs spread all the way out, and I could lunge on one leg. I said, look at this. I said, brother, I haven't done that in over three years. He said, really? I said, look at this. I had didn't need a cane. Didn't need it. I walked. I was okay. You know, I and my, my, my good knee I was just telling you about, I have no ligaments in it. I have no ligaments. And and and, and when I walk, it, it wants to snap backwards. It goes hyperextends. It goes the other way. But I didn't need a cane. I was stable enough to walk without a cane. Okay. That was that. And I was happy with that. I didn't need my cane for the rest of the time. But check this out. Went and got baptized today, right? Put it on video. All right. Going down to the beach. I didn't walk down there. I, I walked a little bit and rolled down the rest of the way. <laughs> rolled down the rest of the way. Dropped phone, clothes, shoes, everything. <laughs> Sand and and no and no ligaments in this knee. Oh man, it's just not a good combination. But anyway, I managed to get down to the shoreline and uh, end up getting baptized. Same brother. He 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 laid his hand on my shoulder, got me all healed up, got me stabilized, and uh, to walk around without my cane. But uh, uh, my brother and sister Kenneth and uh, Esther Downing over in New Zealand. He said, brother, have, did you ask? I shared it with them that he healed my shoulder. He said, did you ask him about your knee? I said, no, no, I didn't. He said, brother, you should have asked him to heal your knee. He said, you know, you can get away from surgery and have him heal your knee. And I said, yeah, you know, I said, I didn't get a chance. I was so excited. Well, when we got baptized today, he was down there. I think he, he saw me as I was coming down because I had to get help. A little young girl. She just had a little baby. She got her baby's nine months old. She's trying to help me come down, gave me her little forearm so I can kind of stabilize myself coming down that loose sand, super loose sand with no, no ligaments in one knee. So my knee kept wanting to go backwards, backwards, you know. And um, so I finally get down there, I make it, and then, and then I get baptized. That's on video. And, um, and it was time to go back up the hill. Everybody was trying to go back up. It's so steep. So... 
the, uh, Brother BD was trying to help me along with another uh, another guy. They were trying to help me get up this steep, loose sand, super loose sand, trying to get up. Well, as I was getting up, the sand gave way. And when it gave way, I went down. And little PD, the one that, the one that healed me, he was on, my, he was on the wrong side. <laughs> I got the rolling and I almost buried. I almost buried the little boy. I rolled down there. He's like, uh, eh. <laughs> I'm laughing the whole time. I'm laughing, but I know I gotta hurry up and get off this little boy because he probably weighed about a buck old five wet. You know what I mean? And I'm 325 pounds. <laughs> uh, so I, I did get me up. They get me up and I can barely get back up to that thing. It took me everything for me to get up there. And when I'm getting up there, I got to keep the left leg tight. I just keep, when I walk, I keep the left leg super, super tight just so I can just get it to move, you know, just to swing it straight, swing it straight. Because if I walk normal, the knee boom, goes backwards. So, and, and <clears throat> so Petey saw that. He saw that. So when I finally made it up and got through the tunnel and I forgot to ask him about my knee, I didn't think nothing of it. I was all happy because I got baptized today. So when we get up to the top of the hill, he stopped me. He said, brother, hold, hold on for a second. He said, let me, let me, can I put my, can I pray over your knee? I said, yeah, yeah, brother. As soon as he said that, it reminded me of my friends, Kenny and Esther. They said, Daryl, have him pray over your knee. And I said, oh yeah, I forgot. Well, he stopped me. He said, let, let stop for, hold on for a second, brother. Let me pray. And he put his hand on my knee and we just stopped and everybody's walking around us and going about their business. And he prayed and prayed and prayed and he said, okay, walk brother. And I started walking and, uh, and he kept praying and kept praying and kept praying. And, and I kept walking. He said, keep going, keep going, keep going. And as we walked, going back up, my knee would not go backwards. My knee did not go backwards at all at all it and i and i have to keep it tight to keep it from going backwards but after he laid he took his hand and put it on my knee and prayed on my knee and i was like look at this look at this i said my knee i said bro my knee he said i know i watched it i saw you i was watching you the way you walk i saw that and i said wow and i didn't even pay attention i didn't even know he was looking but he said i saw the way you were walking he said but look look now and when we walked, I walked all the way to my truck. Knee never went backwards one time. Still hasn't went backwards. So, you know what I'm saying? The power of prayer, the power of having, the key is, is it, it brings to mind the scripture where it says, if we had a mustard seed of faith, Yahusha said that we would be able to move mountains, say mountain move and a mountain will move out of the way. But a mustard seed of faith, it let me know how much faith I really had. You know what I'm saying? It really did. And that's where that guilt and the shame is. You know, I think I'm having all this love for the Father. How much love do you have? You doubt me. You doubt me. The Father proves it. Look, I'm going to show you I'm real. I'm going to have heal your shoulder. And I'm going to show you I'm real. I'm going to fix that knee. I'm going to show you that I'm real. You say you love me, but you don't have enough faith to show it. And that's how I felt. That's that shame. That And no sooner than I said that, somebody else said the same thing I did. Another brother said the same thing I said. He said, you know, I, I felt so bad, man. I said, so did I. It's that guilt and shame. Like, Father, forgive me. You know, to think like, oh, man, you can't you can't fix me, man. I, I'm jacked up. You know what I mean? It, none of us are worthy. None of us. But, man, I... I, I it was just a beautiful day today, a beautiful day.